Welcome to this episode of Show Your Scars with Jordan Angeli, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. We may not choose for this to happen to us, but we appreciate who we've become in the process. Now, let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strength and show our scars with pride. Today's podcast is brought to you by Recoup Fitness. Our friends at Recoup have created a product called the Stinger, and it is the first recovery product of its kind. It is so awesome, you guys. It combines myofascial release with cryotherapy, otherwise known as massage and icing, and it is going to replace ice cups forever. You can use it on bigger muscles like your quad, hamstrings, calves. I like to use it around my knee after I work out to help with a little bit of the swelling that I get. The Stinger is something you place in the freezer for two hours and it stays frozen for up to six hours. Come on guys, recover smarter. Go to recoupfitness.com, that's R-E-C-O-U-P fitness.com and use the code ACL Club to get a discount on one of their Stinger products. Go right now and start recouping like a pro. Hey, show your scars. I am so excited for this week's guest, Sam Weber, a friend of mine. We met through, oh gosh, so many different channels. Abby Wambach originally um, was somebody that I met Sam through, and then Yael Averbush, also professional soccer player for FC Kansas City, introduced me to Sam as well. And Sam is a super smart person. She is a collegiate soccer player and current entrepreneur. She's created the app Profile Passer, which is really neat in how it helps kids through the recruiting process, which is so needed in this day and age, just the way that the recruiting process is set up. I could go on for that for hours, but especially in the soccer world, um, she's created a way to connect youth athletes with college coaches and express true interest and narrowing it down to 10 schools of interest. And then also connecting youth athletes with professional players to help mentor them through the recovery process. So Sam, super smart person. And a few months after we originally met, she tore her ACL for the second time, which was a huge bummer. I was bummed and sad to see her injured. But what has come of it, I think, has been really um, helped our relationship. We've gotten a lot closer as friends. And, you know, I've tried to help her as much as I can. At the same time, she is just over communicated really to me, which has been really nice because I haven't been injured in so long that it's nice um, for her to share so much info with me and kind of get me back into that recovery process and how and what mental and emotional battles you kind of go through. So right now, Sam is found that she really is getting a lot of success and feeling a lot of difference with meditation. And she's using the Headspace app. And I know I mentioned Headspace app in a blog post a little while ago. And, you know, maybe this is a good opportunity for Headspace to give us a little discount. And maybe we can see if we can get some something from them to get more of you guys um, with Show Your Scars on the Headspace app, because it really is great. And we talk about how we don't believe meditation is the answer, but we believe that It is very beneficial because we can use our brain power to its fullest. We talk about the difference between meditation and visualization and her idea about that, how taking care of yourself is so crucial, not only physically, but the physical recovery is so based off of your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and how she's kind of used this time in her injury recovery to use the time and space that it has 
created in her life to figure out what works for her. And she's really enjoying that exploration process. And then lastly, we, we go back into our entrepreneur talk at the end. And it's really, to me, it's interesting because I think no matter what injury and no matter what lock of life, whether you're in school or you work a nine to five, you're a CEO of a company or you're an entrepreneur, I think there are so many connections between injury recovery and sport and real life. And we talk a little bit about that, about how we have to give ourselves time to time to rest. And Sam's really feeling that right now in her ACL recovery process. So, you know, without me talking much more about how awesome Sam is, let's just hear from her. And I hope you guys really enjoy this conversation. Helped me a lot, but I've still had a lot of pain with it. And it still hasn't like felt my quad, like I feel on my other leg when I do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I just like, really, really focused and tried to visualize what it felt like to walk up and down steps normally before I got injured. Right. And I like didn't tell my PT that and I did that. And then she was like, whoa, what just happened? She's like everything about like your movement, like your hips aren't going in. Like this is like looks so much smoother. She's like, what are you like doing? What are you thinking about? And I was like, I just tried this and it worked. And then we did like these, uh, we did like the, um, T, is it TRX or something? Yeah. Or I call those things. Uh, and I've had so much pain doing that. Like I have not been able to do that stuff. Like and, a single leg squat assistant. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I was able to like, again, kind of like get into that mindset and it like worked. And I didn't have pain and was able to like do it. And so anyway, it was like a really good day because I finally yeah. was able to like do some stuff and I feel like I tapped into something that just like made a really big difference. For sure. Uh, that's awesome. So. Um, I, that's funny that you say that because I was just um, – yesterday I talked to this guy who – I got connected with him through Liz Letchford. Huh. But he was like, this journal – we started talking about the journal. He's like, this is awesome, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And he started talking about the power of habit. Have you read The Power of yep. Habit? I haven't. I should have. It's like one of those books that I like, no, I should read. I know. And I've, I've had the same experience because when I talked to Chris Gores, he, he mentioned it. And then someone else mentioned it. I think this guy, Jamie Gilbert. And then this guy mentioned it. I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. I should it. read yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but he was talking about this um, woman who is a psychologist and gave uh, elderly hip and knee replacement patients. 60 of them, um, this booklet that showed them what their 13 weeks were going to be like their program kind of, but then in the back it had 13 blank pages that they had the ability to like write what they would do. So essentially what she found out is like the ones that she prompted to actually write in the back and like you utilize those pages, those people recovered faster because Mm. they had a way to, um, Yes, yes, and and no at the same time. I think that's a part of it, but the other part is like they had a way to pre-cope with the pain that they knew where they were going to come up. So I am going to – every time I go to the bathroom, I know that when I go stand up, I'm going to have blood that rushes to my knee and it's painful. So they would write down like today my goal is to do this when I go to the restroom. So um, this exercise, so then every time – you know, I'm thinking about the exercise instead of, it's like a coping mechanism and creating habits, but it's the same thing with meditation or just the power of your, the way you think. Like if you can visualize or find a plan 
So then when you go into those exercises, when you're at PT, you're thinking, yep. this is how I used to do it. This is how you walk yep. up the stairs. You're yep. creating a plan, right? So then you're not focused yep. on the pain. You're focused yep. on how is my body working to assist me to get into the right spot. So yeah. Or like, or tapping into that muscle memory too. Yeah. Um, I think that that's important. And also I think, I think that what I've gotten into is a lot of times whenever we start an exercise that has anything that's trying to work on my quad and activating it, like the first question I know I'm going to get after I do like two of them is like, do you have any pain? So I'm like already thinking about like, am I going to have pain? Am I going to have pain? Right. Um, and I think that that is a bad cycle to get into that it's, and, and because my recovery has been like so long now, like I'm almost at six months still and not running. Um, I think that I'm starting to get into that, like that chronic pain, almost category of like, we, um, Why? whatever Anthony sent that, that, um, article that was like, uh, retraining brain, your brains yeah. or whatever. Right. Like, I thought that was really, really, really interesting. But I think like if you've experienced pain for so long, like almost six months, like I'm just so used to it hurting and I don't remember what it feels like to feel normal anymore. Um, that I feel like there's, I, I particularly feel like there's a really, really strong connection between the mental and emotional and spiritual side of my whole life and how it's coming out through my recovery. Like, oh, I really, really, really believe that. Yeah. And then I think that, like, practically speaking, my I'm trying to break down like my actual thought patterns during PT because I'm not thinking about my life when I'm at PT. Like, I there's actually a great release from not thinking about that stuff, but mm -hmm. I still think it comes into me. Uh, right. comes into session subconsciously. And I've been more just trying to think about like, well, how, how can I find ways to remove some of this mental burden, like in my recovery so that it's not affecting the physical side of it. Um, and I think I'm still trying to like wrestle with like, how can I do that? But um, I, I think. So that's one of the things that you feel like is maybe starting to work is this meditation. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I do. I think like, um, I've noticed that it's helped me sleep better and right. I feel like I have a little bit of like clearer thoughts and just feel a little less burdened in general in my life. Um, and I feel like I, I almost feel like there's this ability to kind of like focus in a different way, um, that's starting to happen from doing it, from building that habit. And I feel like that came out yesterday in PT with being able to, to really, really concentrate. Like I was like closing my eyes during exercise yesterday and like really trying to zone in on like, what did this feel like before I got injured? Um, and I found focusing on that, maybe not focus on whether or not I was having pain right then, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you, okay. A couple of things. What's the difference between meditation and visualization? I think like the meditations that I've been using, I was using Headspace. Um, so I'm doing like the 10 day free trial of that right now. And I think I'm yeah. going to sign up actually. Um, and the first couple have been like, they, they, and I've done another meditation outside of that. That's more on this like physical thing. So it's like you're concentrating on different parts of your body. So like, how does your neck feel? Like, how does, like, how, do, how does your back and your neck feel and your arms feel and like mm. working your way all the way down of like focusing on the physical pieces of your body as you lay still. Right. Um, and I did another meditation too, that it was the same type of thing, but it was like, you were like visualizing this like energy, like moving down through your body. Um, 
And I think that that was just an interesting, like it was a, my brain felt different doing that. Right. Then it feels how I just go about my day using my thoughts, my brain and things like that. Right. And so I feel like the, the meditation piece of it is just like, has helped me think, be able to turn on and off thinking in kind of a different way or like use my brain in a different way. It's really hard for me to describe this stuff. No, um, I've, so I've used headspace it. and I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, but I, I think the difference between that and visualization though yeah. was like, so the meditation I feel like is trying to train my brain to just like think in this different way right. about like, how does this actually feel and, and not thinking about all this other crap going on in my life. Um, and the visualization was more like, I literally was like trying to remember how it felt to walk up steps normally. Like, and okay. So it's two different that. things. Yeah. I feel like it is. I think, I think it is. I think that, I think they kind of, I think they're different with similarities. Right. And like yeah. common ground that like, I think practicing meditation and, um, personally I like, I struggle with meditation cause I think people think it's the answer, but I also do understand that like we have the opportunity and we've been f- given these amazing, amazing bodies and brains that work so crazily that like, yeah. if we're not able to tap into that, like we're missing out. So I yeah. get the opportunity that meditation presents. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really interesting how you can, um, tune into certain aspects of, thinking and brain yeah. function with meditation but yeah. and and that helps you then in visualization because then you can really yeah. clear things out and you can picture yeah. like okay I am at my house it's the you can feel the temperature you have no shoes on yeah. you're like I it's the stairs have carpet and this is what the stairs the yeah. carpet feels like in between my toes and when I push off on that foot like this is what it feels like to land on that yeah. foot and then push off you know yeah so it allows you to get in that space where then visualization is so precise. Yeah. And you can feel it in your whole body as opposed yep. to and which which is what Anthony was talking about with that and I think yep. that article was talking about is it's not just here it's like Yep. How do we train this and this to like be one and yep. understand that they're all connected? Yeah. I think here's what I think the difference is. I think that for me at least the type of meditation I've tried it feels like a current present awareness of my body, like being yeah. able to focus on how a particular piece feels in the present. Mm-hmm. And visualization is more being able to imagine a feeling, maybe physically or something else, mm-hmm. um, but it's being able to imagine and try to step into doing that, bringing that awareness, like almost making that an awareness then. Do you um, think visualization, or sorry, meditation? has helped you maybe, and this might not be, I mean, it's probably not a quick process, but helped you get out of that um, cycle of pain. Like everything's painful because then you're assessing, like, like you were saying, I have the ability to assess how my body's actually feeling. Yep. Do you think that will start to help you not think about that first and foremost? Possibly. Um, So I think a caveat to all this is that I I don't feel like I walk around feeling like, oh, my knee hurts or whatever. I do feel an awareness of like, I feel my knee, like it's st- it has stiff or I'm just like, can feel that it doesn't feel as loose and normal. It doesn't feel normal yet. Right. Um, so I am constantly aware of that. Um, but I think that the meditation piece is just, I feel like helping me be able to use my brain in a different way. 
Hmm. And I'm still thinking I'm processing through that. Like, I don't right. think that I mastered it by any means. I still think it's really hard. To I don't know if you ever minutes. really mastered meditation. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. If no, you know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know enough I, about it, but I think it's really hard to sit down for 10 minutes. Um, but I, I, I feel a physical change in how my brain is working though cool. in my thoughts. Well, let's and keep, I, I don't let's keep talking that, about yeah. this. Cause I think this is yeah. really cool. And I think, um, you know, I, I wrote a blog post about Headspace and I had gotten a, an email because I had signed up for them, I think yep. last year at the beginning of the year, because they offered the same thing. It was like three months free or yep. something. And so I wrote yep. a blog post when I got that email and I was like, you guys should try this. Like, yep. um, and I don't, I haven't heard anything back from anyone with the ACL club when I sent that email out. So who yep. knows, like if yep. anybody ever did, but I think, yep. I think, there are just so many connections, like you said, between our mind, our spirit, our um, emotions, and our physical body that yep. go un- unused in this process, yep. or una- we're unaware of it, but it's all connected. Yep. And yeah, um, yeah, I think so too. I I started going to a new small group uh, in the last two weeks, and I went again last night. Yeah, and uh, we're doing a study on Jonah, and the first like part that we talked about a little bit was like how he, um, is like running away from the presence of God. Like he is called to Nineveh and he like, doesn't want to go. Um, and it, we talked a lot about the idea of like, um, how we're called to love the unlovables and it turned into a conversation. Um, or at least this is what I kind of brought to the conversation was I was thinking a lot about how, like, I think in order to be able to do something like that, do something that's hard or love people that are really unlovable, which is, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's impossible to will yourself into doing that. And it's also impossible to do that when you are tired and have not taken care of your own mental and emotional and physical and spiritual health. Like, uh, I think we jump into like a conversation about, well, how can we do more to like love people that, you know, are hard to love or whatever. And it's about these, it's about action. And I think that it starts more with like rest and recovery, especially in the, in the day that we live in today, right. like we're all so tired. Um, and so I feel like if I, I feel like I'm finally starting to come up for air a little bit, um, Good. and be able to like take a step back and kind of evaluate my life and how I feel like I got to this point where like really lost control over like everything, like personally for me Mm -hmm. too like not even just the situation but like how it I let it affect me and I it's become this season of life of like really slowing down and like finding ways to take care of myself mentally spiritually physically emotionally all those types of things so that I have the ability to then do things for other people that I need to do um and I would never wish this ACL injury on myself ever, ever, ever again, but it has, it's forced me in a way that other injuries haven't like, because I think everything else has been so connected with the physical piece of it. Like the physical stuff has lasted so much longer than it has in the past. Um, but it's created an opportunity for me to like take time to not do a whole lot of work and to like try things like meditation or taking time every day to like stretch or like, sit in silence or mm-hmm. read or like try different to, to have the time and the space to try different things to find what works for me to allow me to recover. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that is, um, it's, it's going to end up being a good thing. <laughs> I'm and still I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel this way as an entrepreneur, like 
all the content that we're consuming from other entrepreneurs is like, I work harder. I do this. I stay yeah. up till X time. I only yep. get this amount of sleep. And I'm like, I actually was thinking about this today, like how I've been really proud of myself. Like I've posted on Instagram six days a week for the last maybe eight months. And I, I was like, you know what? That makes me even more proud that it's only been six days a week because I think that we have to be still, Yeah, you know, because we are not in control of everything and we have to allow ourselves to understand that we can only work I'm not saying don't work hard. And I think that the ACL process is a perfect example of that. Like you work so stinking hard, but if you don't allow yourself to rest and recover and be still and assess and reflect, like it's all for nothing. Yeah. See, I told you such great insight from Sam Weber. She is really wise beyond her years. I always think we're the same age, but she, she has a, an old soul and just a great connector of people. So um, Sam is a good person to know. Make sure you follow her on social media and I'll, I'll tag everything in the show notes and make sure you uh, can just check out what she's doing with Profile Passer. It's really cool and um, wish her the best of luck as she continues to fight through this injury recovery process that she's going through. I really appreciate you guys listening. I can't express that enough. I am proud of this community that we're building because I think that's what Show Your Scars is about. It's about finding strength in the physical mark that we all have, but knowing that with that mark, we have all healed mentally, emotionally, and found good ways to uh, cope with when hard things happen to us. So thank you guys for being a part of this. If you would be so kind and leave a review, I would thoroughly appreciate it. Um, Leave a review or email me your review and I might have a little something for you. I want to express my gratitude about how thankful I am for you guys listening and reviewing the podcast. Because in the end, the more people listen, the more people review, the more people share, the more lives we are positively affecting. And for me, that's what it's all about. So thank you guys for listening and go out there and show your scars with pride.